0: Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai. Interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only, May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com.
1: Keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of
2: Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
3: Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last twelve years, you've helped my pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA.
4: When I got my pillow, I'm asleep
5: Code KMC.
4: I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress and I'd hear balance of nature being advertised. And I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using balance of nature and immediately I started seeing results and I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about balance of nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me.
2: Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG.
0: Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai. Interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only, May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com.
5: You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news, what it means, why it matters. Keep it right here. We've got a very, very interesting discussion for your Wellness Wednesday straight ahead. All of the newest developments helping people facing cancer. It's the lifelong work of a place called the Oasis of Hope right now.
2: Happening with Kevin this. McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at TownHall.com by Kevin
3: McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. And
4: Kevin McCullough.
3: I just want to help people think.
2: Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He's playing the
3: role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
5: All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. It is Wellness Wednesday, and uh, we try to. Uh, on this day uh, each week, give you some sort of, um, you know, insight into how your life can uh, turn out better, be better, be healthier, uh, be more well-adjusted, et cetera. And um, I'm I'm just very, very excited about tonight's show. Um, I got to tell you a little bit of a a personal story. When I was um, 14, my mother sat me down one day after I came in from school. I think I was in the eighth grade. And she uh, she sits me down on the couch in the living room and she says, Kevin, I need to tell you something. And as a young boy who came from a very poor family with very little resources, uh, et cetera, um, my mom didn't talk like this very often. And so it was, it was something that I knew was going to be of, of utmost seriousness. And she kind of had a tear in her eye and she said, I need to tell you that the doctors have told me that I have cancer. Uh, I didn't really know what cancer was. I knew that we had lost our, our great-grandmother uh, to it just a f- couple of years beforehand. Her, my great-grandmother's funeral, I think, was the first funeral I'd ever been to. So to know that mom had the same sickness that that great-grandma had was was scary, very scary for me. And I was very close to my mom. Uh, she was by far and away my my greatest confidant and someone whose wisdom and perspective I always cherished uh, almost over anybody else's. Um. And so I asked her. I said, "Well, what's going to happen?" And she said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a look at what we need to do. Um, but you just need to know that the doctor has said I don't have very long, uh, somewhere between six weeks and four months." Um, and that's probably going to, uh, be, you know, what I have now, she immediately did not let any grass grow beneath her feet. I mean, she, she got real busy researching real fast, um, what she could do. And as my mother's very slight build, she was about five foot eight and very, very skinny, very skinny. Um, she knew that radiation and chemotherapy at the time, which were the two main treatments that people gave for cancer in the 1980s, uh, were going to more or less destroy her body. Um, She was not, she she just didn't have a lot to her. Um, And she was very afraid of that. So she started researching nutrition. She started researching uh, ways to uh, counteract cancer and, and just to see what else was out there. Um, she wanted to try a number of therapies, but there was no right to try law uh, in embodied at that time. There is now because of president Trump um, where you have the right to try alternative therapies in the U S that you haven't had access to, especially if you're uh, facing a terminal uh, diagnosis. Um, but she, she, she thought, if I don't try to do everything that I can to improve my nutrition, improve my overall health, and do everything that we can to let her body try to fight the cancer as best as it could, then she had no chance. So she she went all in. Everything in our house, we got rid of all the—we didn't own one piece of white flour after that. Everything was whole wheat. Uh, there was no more white sugar. Everything got converted to honey. Uh, there was no butter and corn oil and uh, this other thing. She she converted to olive oil. There was the, the vitamins that we all took. Uh, there, there, were, there were all kinds of things that she just started making sure that her family um, had and was going to be able to benefit from. But at the, at the bottom part of it, she was trying to uh, preserve her own immunity so that she could maybe kick cancer. And then she came across what was at the time a very radical place um it's called the oasis of hope but it was it was at that time uh not seen as as very reputable uh, the guy that ran it was kind of looked at as being halfway a quack even though he had his uh, medical degree from from harvard uh, medical school um, his name was ernesto contreras and he was the founder of a place called the oasis of hope and uh, they actually were way ahead of the curve on holistic medicine but not divorced from traditional medicine uh, you know here in the states a lot of times nutrition and alternative um, you know immunity strengthening worlds kind of fight with medical doctors and he was he was in both worlds he was an oncologist trained at harvard but he began to see the value of the alternative treatments that did not bring the toxicity into the body and people like my mom that didn't have any you know girth to fight it with um so as she went i remember we spent an entire summer um she was at the hospital i was kind of housed with some friends that were living in san diego and i would get to go down um, a couple of times you know every week or so to see her and my dad was out and back and forth between where we lived and, and doing all that he could. It was just a really interesting time for me because of my age, because of the stage of life that I was in. And because, um, because mom so desperately wanted to see myself and my sisters, you know, survive and thrive. She was given six weeks to four months. Um, When she went through the Oasis of Hope therapy, she ended up living about three and a half, almost four years longer than what her prognosis had been uh, given to her. And as a result of that, um, she got to see a lot of things happen in our lives. Um, And she did die uh, before I graduated high school, but she got to spend several more years um, interacting with her kids, having them close, being able to build into their lives give into their lives as best as she could so fast forward many many years later i'm in radio we're doing wellness wednesdays which i've always had a passion for and i get to uh, start the wellness wednesday routine with dr nicole sapphire who's the radiological oncologist uh, here locally that that did these shows with me for for all that time and i really started wondering, you know, what had ever happened to Oasis of Hope? Well, this year at the National Religious Broadcasters, uh, the Oasis of Hope, which is a uh, Christian-based hospital, uh, was at NRB. Now, I wasn't there. My boss, Jerry Crowley, and Laura Schaefer, and our ops manager, Matt Simbolin, were there. Uh, They accepted the Station of the Year Award for our station AM570. But Oasis of Hope was there, and they were telling their story of the 60 years that they've been uh, doing this. And now their success rate is exponentially better than it was then. And it was r- radical and revolutionary back in the eighties. So tonight we, we didn't Dr. Siegel and Dr. Um, or today, Dr. Siegel, uh, Dr. Makari, uh, Dr. Sapphire, Dr. Nishwat were all tied up and not able to join us, but I have a very special treat for you. If you have somebody that is dealing with cancer in their life, in some way, I think you're going to want to hear the story of the Oasis of Hope and the and the and the son of the founder, uh, not uh, not Ernesto Contreras, but uh, Francisco Contreras is going to join us uh, and tell us about the the many ways that treatment for cancer has changed. Balance of Nature sponsoring Wellness Wednesday here with Kevin McCullough. Come right back.
3: the heavyweight champion of the
0: world on april 28th experience the movie based on the miraculous story of george foreman george
3: foreman ain't no new champ he is the new
0: chump i'm not gonna box anymore i'm gonna follow god it's the greatest comeback story of all time it's only two things i know how to do box and preach and preach you won't pay the bills foreman's 45 years old the risk isn't losing it's surviving how
6: can you beat that man?
0: i'm gonna do this my way big george foreman exclusively in movie theaters april 28th rated pg-13 maybe inappropriate for children under thirteen.
6: I was a child when i was abducted by the arabs my parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us i don't remember the year that i was captured there had never been any problems in our village then one day all of a sudden we heard that there were arabs attacking dinka villages throughout the south we were so worried we could not even sleep at night it was a big concern to my mother and my father we were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down. And I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the North. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief and then they raped me my slave master did not think of me as a human he would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick and one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by how I wanted to be free that retriever secured my freedom and thank God I was able to return to South Sudan thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free But please don't stop until we get them all.
5: And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated. And we have more that we are about to embark upon to do you may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out, uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details, bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime. 888-342-1010.
3: Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio.
0: All right.
5: It's a Wellness Wednesday, and Kevin McCullough is so glad to have you with us, and we are so honored to have my next guest uh, who was actually on my weekend uh, television show that Kevin show just a couple of weeks ago is he and his team were at the NRB and they were celebrating 60 years of operation Uh, tonight or today. We don't have a Fox news medical all-star appearing. So it's a perfect opportunity uh, to learn a little bit more about the advances in oncology. And I don't personally have a greater affection for any work That is being done on the cancer front the way I do about the people at a place called the Oasis of Hope uh, in Tijuana, Mexico, of all places. Uh, But the reason that I have that affection is because uh, my mother, uh, who when she was diagnosed when I was just a teenager, uh, actually uh, experienced their program. And I am convinced that uh, they took her six week to four month uh, prognosis and extended her life by about three and a half to four years. And it was, uh, it was a real joy to get to know and to see the work of the Oasis of Hope. Dr. Francisco Contreras is the head of the operation now. His father uh, was the head of it then, but uh, Francisco joins us here at the Kevin McCullough microphone. Dr. Contreras, welcome. It's good to have you.
7: It is my pleasure and honor, Kevin. Thank you.
5: Um, I really enjoyed uh, catching up with you a little bit a couple of weeks ago, but I want to go a little bit deeper for people today that didn't have a chance to hear or see that interview. Um, the Oasis of Hope when your father founded it, was a revolutionary idea. What was so revolutionary about it?
7: Well, my father felt that uh, the reason for the failure of cancer was not really technical or had to do anything with the the way. Uh, 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 research was being conducted, but that it was more philosophical because we were treating patients as a mechanic treats a, a, a car and, and uh, they were not concerned at all and still are, or very little uh, concerned about the emotional and spiritual needs of the patients. And so my father started in 1963. Uh, uh, taking care or providing resources, not only at the physical level with with treatment, but also uh, resources, emotional and uh, uh, spiritual resources. And he noticed that treating the patient holistically, and and that term was coined because of this idea, uh, would provide him with much much better results.
5: Now let's go. And back. so that
7: was the whole philosophical basis of of my father starting. a a new way of, of, of treating patients.
5: Right. And I want to go back uh, to kind of the time and the place where all that was going on. Um, There were a lot of raised eyebrows uh, at that time because of this, because he was going kind of outside the traditional, you know, sacred uh, halls of medicine to make sure, you know, that uh, the ring was kissed and everything else. But as it turned out, he was right, and they were the ones that were mistaken in not uh, focusing on some of those elements.
7: Yes, he was way ahead of his time in the you know in nineteen in the sixties when when he uh, uh, came to this conclusion. And the interesting thing is that he came to this conclusion based on research done by the Greek doctors three hundred years before Christ. Uh, he visited ruins in Pergamum. Of the first hospital ever built in in, in the world, uh, and uh, the ruins are still there. And when you go into this temple, it was a temple of Asclepius, the, the 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 god of medicine. Uh, the patients would come into the temple and actually would be evaluated spiritually. From there, they would go to the actual treatment area where they would be evaluated uh, physically. And then they had to go through a, 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 a tunnel that had no light whatsoever, but there were some holes on, on the top and unbeknownst to the patients, people on top of those holes were telling the patients, you're going to be fine, you're going to be healed. And you know, the people were walking through this tunnel. The tunnel is still there if anybody would like to go and visit that. And and, and the patients would just feel, you know, very uh, uh, encouraged and hopeful uh, when, when uh, they thought that they were going to die. And so my father told me that after that trip, uh, it was like a veil came off of his eyes and said, you know, this is the reason why we're failing, because we are not helping our patients spiritually or emotionally. And uh, so even though this was an idea that that happened 300 years before Christ, in the 60s, my father was way ahead of his time because nobody was caring for that. And now, at least, you know, for marketing purposes, most uh, uh, institutions in in the world are are talking about helping patients psychologically yes. and and uh, in some cases spiritually.
5: Well, and I can think of a of a chain here in the U.S. that has kind of made it its uh, kind of punchline that you know they they treat the whole patient. And I just remember even in the '80s when my mom was diagnosed, it was still very much you know, kind of side-eyed, you know, they'd look at them kind of like, you know, yes, that's, that's, frowned
7: upon. Yes. yeah.
5: it was kind of not, uh, not real medicine that they were doing. But that brings me to my next question, because if that was in the sixties, then, then my mother was diagnosed in 1985 and um, she had stage three quickly became stage four breast cancer. She weighed 105 pounds soaking wet, about five foot eight Uh, she had done a lot of reading about um, chemotherapy and radiation, and she was scared to death that the treatments were going to be worse for her than the disease, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. she became radically devoted to uh, clean eating. We started eating lots of vegetables in our house. We got rid of all of the white flour, all of the white sugar. She started cooking with olive oil instead of butter. There were all kinds of things that got traded out right away. Uh, and then she found, uh, kind of on that journey, she found Oasis of Hope. And what you guys were doing was so in line with what she had been seeking um and then she came and and when and i went with her on her first trip but i remember um it was just kind of a small couple of buildings there wasn't much to it um uh, at that time and now you treat over 300 patients a year and it's this beautiful amazing facility but um as as you were kind of in that interim stage before you were where we are now and and where you were then um What was it like for the for the cancer patient to basically leave the U.S., which was thinking, you know, that's that's the pinnacle of where cancer research is being done and come down to your little corner of the world and receive this amazing, loving treatment?
7: Well, the second thing that happened to my father, my father was a very traditional and orthodox oncologist, but he was frustrated because the results with with everything that they had uh, uh, as, as tools to treat cancer were so devastating and, and not effective. And, and uh, uh, my father was um, here in Tijuana and he was the pathologist for both uh, Tijuana and San Diego. My father studied uh, his uh, pathology and oncology uh, specialties in Harvard. And uh, a doctor from Harvard recommended him to come to San Diego. and that's why my father moved from Mexico City to Tijuana. And uh, so there were talks, uh, and they wanted to bring my father into, into the states. But my father wanted to treat patients the way he, he felt that needed to be treated. But at any rate, he was well known in, in, in both sides of the border as an oncologist. And a patient that was uh, um, uh, doing a, a, or participating in a trial in Canada, with a very controversial uh, natural anti-tumor drug called Latril uh, was uh, in Canada. When, when she came back to San Diego, she, was, she, she needed to continue with the therapy and the therapy was injectable.
5: Let's leave our listeners hanging for this commercial break. We want to find out what happened to that patient, but we have to take a break. Coming right back, okay. Kevin McCullough, stay here.
0: Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars.
5: Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out
0: there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at patternsofevidence.com.
1: Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of
2: Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
3: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America.
5: code KMC.
4: I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me.
2: Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG.
3: confusion amplifying truth and pursuing clarity it's kevin mccullough radio
5: all right uh kevin mccullough on a wellness wednesday glad to have you with us and trying to give you a little bit of encouragement on this whole uh area where we talk about wellness from a lot of different perspectives on wednesdays but we haven't touched on cancer very much over the last few years just because covid has been in the forefront of everybody's minds but dr francisco Contreras is joining us from the oasis of hope hospital it's in tijuana mexico and uh, well, it's it's such a great story. But Dr. Contreras, you were just telling us that this woman who was desiring to have this treatment with this uh, drug called Laetrile, and if I'm not mistaken, isn't Laetrile a natural substance? Isn't it B17? Isn't it the vitamin B17? Uh, yes, it
7: is completely natural. It's called uh, vitamin B17 because in the 50s they thought that it was part of the vitamin C complex. But it is not a it, it is not a, a a vitamin. I'm sorry, a vitamin B17. It, it is actually not a vitamin. It's 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 a phytochemical, but very potent in in, in fighting cancer in a natural way, without any
5: toxicity. Right.
7: And and, and that so was what attracted my mom to lady, your program.
5: She wanted to she wanted yes. to go through that program. Yeah.
7: Exactly. And so when uh, this lady came to see my father uh, uh recommended by this uh, oncologist from san diego my father said well you know uh, there's i know nothing about this so he started studying it was not approved in mexico either uh, uh but uh, my father said well you know this lady is going to die she has no future Chemo- she failed uh, you know chemotherapy failed her radiation she had had surgery And uh, she was in in very, very poor condition. So my father said, listen, I am going to give it to you. And to my father's surprise, she just started doing better and better. And she lived for 10 years when she was supposed to die in a few months. And this lady started calling everybody on the trial that there was somebody in Mexico (laughs) that would be willing to do this crazy thing. And that's how my father got involved in alternatives. So the first thing that my father did as, as a big change was holistic treating the patient holistically but with traditional uh, uh uh medicine and then the alternatives came yeah uh uh and and he started looking for alternatives and and so he was he was crack number one in the world because he was doing this thing with with LATRAL. and and so it was a really rough ride for my father for many years swimming against the current uh, in in uh, you know uh, according to the conventional wisdom but his results were were they so good that themselves. patients were you know, started coming from from all over the world and and, and that's how probably you know uh, 15 20 years later your mother found out about this
5: yeah. no, and no, now no. we
7: have you know a, an institution we have never stopped being uh, integrative that is there is a place for conventional medicine in some Cases and then some tumors, but overall the results have been dismal with um, uh, a conventional therapy alone to date. Even even you know after uh, uh, fifty years of of the war against cancer, uh, the the results continue to be very poor. Every year more patients die of cancer than the year before.
5: That's that's discouraging, and that's happening, Doctor Francisco Contreras. Uh, in spite of the fact that some of even the the traditional or the, the MD kind of therapies are uh, have really become quite amazing. In fact, uh, the technology from just the time that my mom had cancer to right now, there have been so many developments uh, that make those traditional therapies much more focused, much less damaging to surrounding tissue, et cetera, et cetera. Can you just highlight some oh, of right. the some of the progress that they've made in that area?
7: Well, the first uh, progress that was made was in surgery, where, you know, at the peak of, of, of oncological surgery is when we were removing half of the body of patients that had tumors, massive tumors in the pelvis, and, and to more and more conservative therapies. My father was a promoter uh, of the lumpectomies in breast cancer. Uh, in the seventies and, and, and now everybody, you know, believes that lumpectomy is so good. So the first one to, 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 to drop in aggressivity was chemotherapy, then radiation therapy. And now the new machines of radiation therapy, as you mentioned, protect the, the normal tissue quite a bit so that radiation is not as aggressive as it was before. And the next one in line is chemotherapy. There has not been a new chemotherapy developed in the last 10 12 years and i don't think that uh, chemotherapy uh, a a new chemotherapy is going to be developed ever because now we have the targeted therapies based on genetic mutations and so yes uh uh, fortunately for patients hmm, uh, uh, conventional therapies have become less aggressive but not yet not yet more effective but i think that we're on the right track because for the first time In 50 years, now immune therapies in the conventional realm are being developed.
5: Stay with us. It's Wellness Wednesday. Kevin McCullough with Dr. Francisco Contreras of Oasis of Hope. Don't go away.
3: champion of the world.
0: On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman.
3: George Foreman ain't no new champ, he is the new chump. Foreman is down!
0: I'm not going to box anymore, I'm all following God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do, box and preach and preach you won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old, the risk isn't losing, it's surviving. How
6: can you beat that man?
0: I'm going to my way. Big George Foreman, exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th, rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13.
5: For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, Women that have experienced some excruciating things and I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. Utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves, and you do it when you call 888 342 1010 or go to bringherhome.org. the
3: globe learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough radio so glad to have you
5: with us on wellness Wednesday and I'm so honored to have uh, dr. Francisco Contreras who I don't I don't know that he was um, I don't know that you were there uh, dr. Contreras and were you there when my mom was there in 1985 uh, in
7: 1985 I had just come back from my surgical training in Vienna so I was probably there at that time. Okay.
5: Yes. But your father certainly took great care with my mom. My
7: father was yes, my and, father was the, the head of the the whole opara-
5: and, operation. And yes. the support staff, I remember the the fun of your staff, uh, the, the 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 kind of crazy atmosphere that Tijuana has around it and some of the nurses and, and staff members uh, getting to know us and uh, just telling us, we just had a great uh, experience there in every way. Uh, the Oasis of Hope, friend, is really, uh, it, it, it is like a family. Uh, when you've gone through this together, this is of course a very, uh, cancer is a very, um, you know, huge, huge uh, issue in, in people's lives. But the Oasis of Hope Hospital has a warmth to it that I, I just don't think you find just anywhere else. Uh, If you want more information about anything we're talking about, they're online at oasisofhope.com, oasisofhope.com. Dr. Contreras, just before the break, you were talking about how conventional therapies have kind of become safer in their approach, um, but you're you're really excited. And I've talked to other uh, oncologists uh, here in the New York area that are very excited about the potential of immunotherapies. Talk to us about what the success of those have have looked like over the last few years specifically.
7: Well, for instance, in nineteen in 2011, two Nobel Prizes were awarded to two uh, research groups in the United States for developing what it's called dendritic cell vaccine. And unfortunately, this dendritic cell vaccine has not been approved in the states but we can use it in Mexico. And, and, and we have been giving this to the patients for the last 12, uh, 13 years with excellent success. And this is a, a a development that produces or induces the formation of an anti-tumor task force be, uh, 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 within your immune system. And, uh, and it has proven to be very, very effective. Uh, because that has not been approved. Now, new immune therapies called checkpoint inhibitors have been developed that that have been, you know, uh, somewhat effective. Uh, they're still in the development phase in America, and more and more are coming out. And I think that's going to be very good for, for the patients. But I want to tell you that the that, that some immune uh, elements or, or tools are extremely effective, and and, and they cost nothing. Laughter. Uh, being hopeful—that's that's why the ambience in our in our hospital, as you experienced with your mother, is cheer, cheerful in spite of the fact that you know bad news come all over the place. Um, uh, uh, prayer, uh, 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 praising God, is a tremendous immune stimulating uh, 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 tool that has proven, you know, scientifically to be a fact. And so we use all of those things in in conjunction with medications to improve the quality and quantity of the immune system. And when you are able to do that, the possibility of a patient surviving cancer, even if they cannot get rid of it, for instance, in your mother's case, it was for three or four years. In some cases, it's 15, 20 years, even if the patient is not cured, uh, because we work for the patient rather than against the tumor and this is the beauty of immune therapy where you are allowing the natural pathway of destroying things that shouldn't be in your body uh, through the immune system and and so that is is very very exciting
5: um talk to me about how that has changed just the numeric numbers of successes that you've had um i remember when we spoke just a few weeks ago you said that you have some um Patients that are coming back longer and longer, more and more years, because they're outliving the prognosis of what their original uh, doctors gave them.
7: Correct. So, our therapy since my father has evolved tremendously. And the reason why we never stop looking is because we want to increase our percentages. So, when my father was alive and treating patients, his success rate, five year survival rate, was about 25% all tumors or all stages. And that was amazing at that time. Uh, and it's still amazing now because the results are much less than that with with conventional therapy. But because of, of, of the evolution of immune therapies and other oxidative therapies like high-dose vitamin C, ozone, hyperthermia, our success rate is now very close to 40% all patients, all tumors in stage 4. That's enormous. So we're very, very excited about that. Yes, it is. It is very, very high. In comparison to conventional therapy so for instance in breast cancer we're about five times more effective than conventional in colon cancer about three times in ovary ab- about three times in lung about seven times more effective in 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 cancer of the pancreas about two times more effective and 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 it's all we are convinced because we instill hope in the patient. hope is a tremendous who, uh, with, with, with tremendous power, uh, to help patients. In, in we are taught in medical school that we shouldn't give hope to the patients, that we should be very objective. And, and my father's position was always: there is no false hope. There is either hope or no hope. And, uh, uh, and, and so we believe strongly in in, in providing hope uh, to the patients. And the Bible says, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But hope fulfilled is, a, is is a tree of life so for us uh that's why we're called the oasis of hope yeah for us this is very very important
5: it's right there in the name in okay. fact the
7: name was given to us by a patient the idea came from a patient he was given only a few months to live five years later he comes to my father with present and says I'm giving you this present, doctor, because this is an oasis of hope.
5: That, that is, that's such a great story. Um, we're speaking with Dr. Francisco Contreras, and if you would not, if you would like more information about uh, their treatments and what they do uh, online, it's oasisofhope.com, oasisofhope, all one word.com. And I I am living testimony. My mom's life is living testimony that uh, what you guys were doing, even in the late 1980s. Uh, is very very effective, and it's only gotten better since then. Um, when you, when if and when you um, come into contact with the oasis, you're going to find really wonderful people that are dedicated to your care uh, and to doing all they can to get your cancer under control and to help you have a, a better outcome uh, every single day. Dr. Francisco Contreras, thank you for your time. We so appreciate you being with us on, on this Wednesday. Kevin,
7: thank you very much. God bless you. You, you are most welcome.
5: Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. On April 28th, experience the movie
0: based on the miraculous story of George Foreman.
3: George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman,
0: is down. I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach and preach. You won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can
6: you beat that man?
0: I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13.
4: I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me.
2: Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG
3: Buy one set, get another one, absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one, absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all My Pillow products.
5: That's MyPillow.com, promo code K-M-C. Coming to
0: theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai. Interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only, May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com what you need to know when you need it it's
5: kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough glad to have you with us final few minutes on this wellness wednesday i don't know if you've been following the news but um this week the pride celebration that the white house had on its lawn went off um And surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, uh, they had some people doing some pretty uh, foul things. There was a lot of toplessness uh, being engaged. Um, Boys that had had fake breasts attached were bouncing their jigglies uh, for TV cameras and for reporters. And girls who had had their breasts taken out uh, were going topless. Uh, showing their their manhood, so to speak, it was very very odd, almost circus like display that they had going on there. And the president took his picture with a few of them. I mean, it was really it was really just kind of beyond the pale of anything that I've ever seen a president uh, be involved with before. Um, and this very angry tirade is still persisting with those on the left that if you don't if you don't affirm children and mutilate them the minute that they ask to be mutilate, mutilated you're you're a bad parent it's gotten so bad that in california they're trying to push a bill through that would actually call for the taking of a parent's child from the parents if they don't agree to the child mutilation um so you you have a perfectly healthy body the child has something wrong in their brain and they say i want to have these body parts taken off or changed and in california if you don't say well of course sweetheart that's exactly what we're going to do for you they have the right to take your kid from you and they want to jail you and and fine you there's 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 penalties for this if you don't if you don't go along with it now I don't know. I mean, if this bill gets to Gavin Newsom's desk, I'm sure he's going to sign it, and it's probably going to pass. But I don't know how that holds up on review in the courts. And I think that we have to be very vigilant. Um, and and I'm I'm going to ask um, my friend Imran about this when we when we talk legal stuff. But I I I think it's important to point out that if if you're really in denial that there is a God, then none of this probably matters to you. But if you think that there is a heaven or a hell, there is a good or a bad, that there is a right versus wrong, then you can in no way believe that it's right to take children from parents simply because parents don't want to mutilate their child. This is insanity, and it's very dangerous to the child. They they justify it by saying if you don't do it the child is x and x more likely to commit to to, to think about suicide. What they don't tell you is that kids who do get the surgery have an even bigger exponential trend towards thinking about and sometimes attempting suicide. So this doesn't this doesn't solve a problem. In many, many instances, it just opens up a bigger bag of problems. And that's why whatever adults want to do, that's a different conversation. But don't jail parents because they didn't want to mutilate and chop up their child's body. It's not right. It's not right. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you next time.